Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sirah, and much more. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com as well as rate, review of iTunes. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على خير الخلق والمرسلين محمد بن عبد الله النبي الأمي الأمين بعد إن شاء الله تعالى we'll continue our program with the Sira sessions and today it's the eighth uh, session of the uh, the Sira of our uh, beloved Prophet Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم so far what we have talked about from the beginning until now uh, we are talking and trying to understand the seerah in uh, a practical way in which we will see what are the methods, what are the uh, steps uh, that Rasulullah what are the phases, the phases that Allah that Rasulullah went through when he was able to change the face of the whole society. And we said after the revelation, the first revelation, and then the first revelation we said it was to inform Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam that he is the prophet of this nation. He is the prophet of this nation. Then 40, almost 40 days after that, the second revelation came, which is the revelation of Surah Al-Muddathir. Ya Al-Muddathir, fa'andir. O you who has taken a cover, stand up and warn. Qum fa'andir, stand up. And we said he sallallahu alayhi wasallam stood from that time until he passed away, conveying the message of Islam, conveying the message of Islam, and he was able to change the whole society. He was able to change Medina, he was able to change Mecca, and he has established the foundations for the Sahaba. When he وسلم, died, he transferred the trust and the responsibility from his shoulders to the shoulders of the Muslimin, to the Ummah to take over this message and convey it until the day of judgment. Rasulullah in Hajjat al-Wada' when he said, Allahumma inni qad ballaghd, Allahumma fashhad. Allahumma, O oh Allah, I have conveyed this message. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is my witness. Then the Sahaba radhwanullahi ta'ala alayhim after that, they understood. They understood the responsibility. They understood the great trust that, that they have received from Rasulullah Then they moved. They moved out and they start working until they conveyed the message, until the message reached us. And that's why when you look around yourself, you will see like people in this Islam, different from different colors, from different countries, from different uh, tongues, from different uh, places, all of them, they believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why is that? Is that because the Sahaba radhwanullahi alayhim, after Rasulullah they understood the importance of this responsibility.
they understood the importance of this responsibility. So Rasulullah after that ayah قُمْ he took the responsibility and he started his da'wah with the first phase which is the three years as it's known uh, which is known as the secret years which is to build the block of the Sahaba to build a block in which that block has the capability and the ability to go and face the challenge and convey the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we said that this three years the da'wah was not secret Mecca they knew about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that he has a message that he has a new deen that he has something that he is calling for but the structure that he was building where he was meeting with whom he, is, he was meeting how many people are following him the structure the administration of his block was not known it was completely secret they used to meet in Dal Arqam ibn Abil Arqam in, in, in certain days he used to go and answer their questions he used to go and teach them anyone Anyone who is trustworthy, whom, he, whom Rasulullah was feeling that he has the, he has the ability, he has the, the, the characters to carry this da'wah, he used to go and invite him to this message and he used to take him and put him and, and bring him to Dar al-Arqam ibn Abil Arqam and start culturing him. For three years, when he was, as we said, when he was very confident that this block is very strong and he has created Islamic personalities, strong Islamic personality, who has the ability, who has the, the, the strength to go on and carry this da'wah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the ayah, which we call it the beginning, in which we call it the beginning of the public preaching. And this public preaching means what? Means he start addressing the people of Mecca in public to believe in this message of Islam. He was, he started addressing the relationship between the people, how they live their life. He started addressing the belief of the people, whatever they are worshipping. He started talking about their way of life. He started talking about the way they have the imitation in their belief, not using their mind. Through intellectual through intellectual process means what means he was talking to the people convincing them that your way of life is completely wrong through rational way that rational way that these idols that you are worshiping are nothing are nothing what you need to worship is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the creator Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the Rabb Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the ilah he is the one who created this this heaven and this earth he is the one who created you he is the one who, he is the only one who knows what is the best system for you to apply in this dunya to be able to function in a perfect in a perfect way so that was the second phase of this tower we said the first phase when he built it when he built an ideological group an ideological block means they have they have iman in aqida iman in in an ideology means what means we have us we have a way of life that's completely different than yours Quraysh after this public preaching they realized the importance and they, they, they realized the seriousness of this message at the beginning as, as we said they thought this message is what is nothing but like Waraqa bin Nawfal or the Christians who used to live in, 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 in Mecca only a religion that belongs to an individual once he start addressing their way of life mocking their idols 
uh, insulting and humiliating their way of life, at that moment they realize that no, this is beyond what we have thought about. So after this realization, we said that Quraysh, they launched a campaign to suppress, to stop, to kill, to uproot this da'wah. They realized that their self-interest is under threat. They realized that the business that they make from the Hajj, that they come every year, it is under the threat. They realized that their values, their tribalism, all of this under threat. That's why they launched the campaign against Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Starting from trying to break the ties and between Rasulullah and his protection, and then start publish, publishing the false propaganda about Rasulullah himself and about the da'wah itself, about the da'wah itself. In all of their, in all of their attempts, Quraysh they failed. Quraysh they failed because Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he was facing all of these challenges. Firm, he was firm, he was decisive, he was strong, he was powerful, he was consistent, did not change anything, did not compromise on his deen with, with what whatsoever, and he was very firm on them. When they used to come and address him and try to offer him something, that he used to reply to them with a solid answer that does not keep any room for them to come back and compromise. Then we talked about we, did, we talked about the issue of, 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 of compromising the da'wah. And that is what I need to emphasize on today also. Because it's very important. Because the ummah nowadays, nowadays they are going through this. Through this compromise. To put the ummah into a situation, to put the ummah into a situation in which it won't have any way but to compromise. To direct everything in one direction only, that there is no way just to compromise. And the compromise is, here is, means what? Means to give up your deen, to give up your aqidah, to give up your Islam. And their point is to start with very simple compromise. Once, once we compromise on one simple thing, that's it. We open the road to go and, you know, for a bigger and, and, and other, uh, other compromise. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran says, What do law tudhin? It's, it's them, the people of Quraysh. They wish, they wanted, they wish that you should compromise, that you should give up something of your deen, you give up something of your, of your message. So, we, so they, they would do the same. What do they wish? They are Yani they are looking for they are looking for something from Muhammad sallallahu alaihi at least to, you, to, 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 to to move a little bit down in his message to stop for example mocking their their, their their way of life or talking about their ancestors or talking about the idols they came to him they tried to they tried to you know to do many uh, many of these many of these things and the compromise as we said Usually it comes after what? The compromise comes after when the opponents, they put you under high level of pressure. They put you under high level of pressure. In which you look around yourself, 
You don't have any support. You don't have any like strong followers. You are, you feel yourself alone. You feel yourself as you are staying in a very dark room. You don't see any way out. They put all of these situations and they, all, they draw all of the scenarios in, 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 the, in the, the scenarios to move you in this direction. So they wanted to move Muhammad Sallallahu in the direction of compromise. From the beginning they came to Abu Talib and they told him, this message is going to take us where? To a civil war. In our terminology nowadays. At that time they said, well, this will cause the tribes to go and fight each other. And fight and the tribes to fight each other, how long that will take? We know these like tribalism wars. It used to last for like 30, 40 years. So they come and said, well, if he does not stop, if Muhammad وسلم, does not stop, this is, the, this is the situation and this is the pressure they are putting him in. On him and on his protection. If you do not stop, this will lead to a civil war in Mecca and in the tribes around Mecca. That's their intention. That's what happens nowadays. Exactly, that's what happens nowadays with the Ummah. Yani very practical example if you look around. And if, if we always bring this issue, which is because it's, li it's, it's a very live issue, which is what's happening in, in Syria nowadays. Now, okay, they have the conference in Geneva. Geneva too, right? That's what they have. They are meeting at the same time. Look at the regime. He is hitting the people aggressively. They want to bring the people into a place where they, they are like losing the hope, making them hopeless, to force them to give up. To force them to give up. They are meeting now, now, now in these, in, at this time in Geneva, and at the same time he is bombarding Halab, for example, with those, if you hear them in, in the news, the barrels of explosives. These barrels of, of explosives, they have, they, they call them the, the, the stupid and the dumb uh, bombs, where they just, you drop them, he drops them, anywhere it comes, on the schools, on the, in the schools, in, in a very intensive communities, uh, in the camps, everywhere it comes, just, it blasts everything. It blasts everything. This, for what? Because I need to push the people to, you know, to a point where they come and they say, you know what, enough is enough. Whatever Geneva 2 brings for us, we agree with it. That's, with it. That's their intention. When that happens, that happens if the people are calling for a unique message. If the people are calling for a unique message, which is... As, as we know, they are calling for Islam and they want to implement Islam in, 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 in Asham. That's why that's not acceptable. Exactly what uh, Quraysh did with Muhammad sallallahu Muhammad, he wanted to change the face of Mecca. He wanted to change the face of Mecca. So they came and they tried to play on the same, in the same string, on the same way, which is your message, it's going to destroy the whole society. Now in Syria, they start seeing that now, the groups and the, the, the groups and the Mujahideen, they are fighting each other. They are not even united, united against, the, against the regime. This will bring the people into a situation of to be like hopeless. There is no hope, there is no way out. 
Whatever you give us, it's fine. Whatever you bring us, it's okay. We accept it as long it will stop this killing and this uh, massacres that t- takes place in in uh, in in in, in, in Ash-Shab. That's what they wanted from our Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam. That's what the, what what they wanted to Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Now in Mecca, at that time, when this compromise started like going and increasing, of course we'll talk about different styles of of torture and punishment and different uh, styles of attempts and campaign of Quraysh. We'll come to the physical torture and then we'll come to the sanction and all of these things. Now. In Mecca, Islam is spreading. People are entering Islam. The news about Islam, it went beyond the borders of Mecca. People start coming from outside Mecca asking about this man, Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. They want to know what's his story. They want to know what is his message. At that time, Two people, they embraced Islam. Two people, they embraced Islam. The first one is Hamza ibn Abdul Muttalib, radiyallahu ta'ala anhu. Hamza, he embraced Islam. He, be, he converted to Islam. And Umar ibn al-Khattab, radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, like two or three days after Hamza. Now the equation has been changed. The block of Rasul sallallahu alayhi gained People, not any people, no. People who had a very well-known character and social status in Mecca. In terms of strength, in terms of uh, morality and character. Hamza and Umar ibn Khattab ta'ala anhu. And the way Hamza he entered Islam, if we go back to the Sirah and see when he was out hunting and with like going doing like his hobbies he came back right and one of the, the ladies she told him that you did not see what happened to your nephew abu jahl he was insulting your nephew he was cursing him he was mocking them him and Rasulullah he did not reply to him this brought the, the anger in the heart of hamza then he rushed and he was looking for abu jahl when he came to Abu Jahl carrying his sword and his, you know, his ark, he came to him and he told him, he did not even talk to him, he just hit him on his head. Shajjahu, shajjahu means he made like, you know, a big cut in his head. And he told him, how would you, how would you insult and talk in such a way about a man whom I am following his religion? And he said, if you want, if you can, if you can, return it back to me. Means, if you can, take a retaliation. retaliation. Of course he cannot. Of course he cannot. So from that time, he declared that that he he, he was a Muslim. And then Umar ibn Khattab became Muslim. Now the situation has been changed. Quraysh start like feeling that there is a pressure, that this message is going like bigger and bigger. So they decided to go and do another delegation, another talk, another compromise. And this time they send among them, from among them, a man, his name is Utbah ibn Rabi'ah or Al-Walid. And he was one of the masters, one of the elites, Utbah or Abu Walid. 
And they were sitting in the Nadi of Quraysh. The Nadi here, we're talking about like the parliament. Means the place where they used to meet and talk. Where they used to sit down and negotiate. Where they used to sit down and, you know, talk about their current issues. And of course, the main issue that they are facing at that time is the issue of this Islam. The issue of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. What do we do with him? How do we address him? How do we get, how do we stop, how do we stop this message? Then Utbah uh, uh, told them, Ya Ma'ashara Quraysh, O people of, of, of Quraysh, I am going to talk to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and I am going to offer him something. He might accept them. And if he accepts them, we will leave him. We won't bother with him. And of course, that, if you go to the seerah of Ibn Hisham, he says, of course, when they, when they, when they saw Hamza and Umar al-Khattab, they became Muslims and they saw that the, the numbers of the Muslimin are increasing, then they told him, okay, you should go. Bala, ya abal walid, qum ilayhi fakallimhu. Go to him, talk to him. Let's see, you might, you might bring something that we, we, we failed in, that you might, you might do something that we could not do. So, Utbah or Abu Walid came to our Rasul when he was sitting in the masjid. And he told him, Ibn Akhi, O nephew, Innaka you are among an honorable sept of Quraysh. You are among an honorable uh, lineage. And you have came to your people with something great, something unusual in which you have divided their community. You have divided the community. And you insulted their way of life. And you mocked their, our gods and our religion. And you disbelieved in what we have found our ancestors on. So listen to me, I'm gonna offer you something. Think about it. I'm going to offer you something that you think about. Then Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Go ahead and say what you have, O Abel Walid. I am listening to you. Then he said, Yabn Akhi, O nephew, In kunta innama turidu bima jitta bihi min hadha al-amr malan, jama'na laka min amwalina hatta takuna akhtharana malan. If you want, if this is, if the objective, if the goal, if this message that you are coming up with is to be like rich or to make us pay you money or to be like a rich person, if you want to be famous, if you want to be like, if you're looking for a position, if you're looking for money, we will collect among, you know, the people of Quraysh money and we will make you the richest if that's, if that's what you are looking for. وَإِن كُنْتَ تُرِيدُ بِهِ شَرَفًا سَوَّدْنَاكَ عَلَيْنَا If you are looking for an, for an honorable position, we will make you the master, we will make you the elite, we will make you the leader of Quraysh. حَتَّى لَا نَقْطَعَ أَمْرًا دُونَكَ To the point that we will never do anything until you give us the order. Until we 
we consult you until we take the command from you. وَإِن كُنْتَ تُرِيدُ بِهِ مُلْكًا مَلَّكْنَاكَ عَلَيْنَا And if what you are looking for to be a king, we will make you, who will make you the king? وَإِن كَانَ هَذَا الَّذِي يَأْتِيكَ رِئِيَا تَرَاهُ لَتَسْتَطِيعَ رَدَّهُ عَنْ نَفْسِكَ طَلَبْنَا لَكَ الطِّبْ And if this is what's happening to you, it's some sort of disease that you cannot get, you know, uh, get rid of, what we are going to do, we will go and get the physicians for you to cure you and then if what you are coming with is 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 being like possessed by jinn we will also collect for you and and cure you if that's what you're looking for we are ready we are ready to solve this issue if, if it's a matter of these things the same thing this offer means going back and forth, back and forth between Muhammad and Rasul and, and the people of Quraysh. That's after they, they put all of this pressure, thinking that they could come to the point where he could compromise. So of course, if you want to be the king, we will make you the king, but there's a condition. There's a condition. That condition is what? You keep this deen for yourself. Worship your Lord inside your house. Worship your Rabb inside your house. Leave us alone. Leave alone. Leave alone our way of life. Leave alone our uh, forefathers. Leave alone our idols. Leave alone our system. Leave alone our, our traditions, our values. Our, our, our values. Well, we are willing to give you this. Exactly like, like now. When they see, you know, in the Muslim Ummah nowadays, somebody are, are, are calling for change, they will tell them, you know what? To change this system, it's impossible. You have to be realistic, you have to be, you have to be pragmatic. If your intention to be a minister, we'll make you a minister, we'll give you some minister, we'll, we'll talk. Let's talk, let's sit down and talk. That's the main title in Geneva too right now, is what? Is we want to establish a transitional government. If this whole revolution is about just to remove Al-Assad and bring another one, and keep the regime as is, we don't have problem at all. It's okay, we don't have any problem. We will do this transitional uh, government, we will agree with it, we will push for it. See, that's the condition. If that's the case, yes, we don't have any problem. If you wanna stay within the current regime, within the current system, we don't have any problem. But, if it's the other way around, no, it's, if, if it's something else, that you want to overthrow the whole regime of Quraysh, the whole values of Quraysh, this is not accepted. If you wanna, if the people of Syria, they want to overthrow the regime of Assad completely and bring different regime, that is different story, this is not acceptable. What's the solution then? What do we do? Let's the regime keep doing all of his pressure, all of his killing, all of his bombarding on the people until, until they come to the point to give up to give up their deen, to give up their, their, uh, uh, their call. This is what, this is what Al-Walid ibn Mughira, uh, that's what uh, Utbah uh, ibn Rabi'ah was offering Muhammad Now Rasulullah was listening, sitting down and listening and listening and listening. Then he said, you done? 
يو فينيشت يا ابا الوليد افرغت هي سيد يس ذن الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم تولد هيم ناو يو هاف تو ليسن تو مي ناو ليسن تو مي وات وود بي ذا انسر اوف الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم وود بي ذا انسر اوف الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم سيز ويل يو نو وات اف اي سي سمثينج ذات ابسيتس ذيم it might increase the pressure on me so let's hide you know some of the values let's not talk about their gods for you know a couple of years until i become strong or otherwise he is al-walid he's offering him the kingdom means you can you will be the king you will be the king and if you are the king and he said to the point that we will never do anything without your permission without your permission i could have just say yes yeah why not I will be the king, then I will force my agenda, I will force my system, I will force my ideology. He did not say that, Rasul or he did not come and say, you know what, let's do, you know, a dialogue, a talk with them, to come up with a common concepts and ideas where we could share the government until we get the strength. No. He told him, listen to me. Then Rasulullah said, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. And he started reading the surah of Fussilat. Telling him, this is the message. This is, this is what the whole story is about. It's not about kingdom. It's not about honor. It's not about money. I am not sick. I am not possessed by jinn. I'm not this. I'm not that. Listen. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم حاميم تنزيل من الرحمن الرحيم كتاب فصلت آياته قرآنا عربيا لقوم يعلمون بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم حاميم تنزيل من الرحمن الرحيم This is nothing but a revelation It's nothing from my mind I'm not insane It is a revelation From who? From the most Beneficent and the most merciful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hamim tanzilum min ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. What is this revelation? What is the what is the essentials of this revelation? Kitabun fussilat ayatuhu Quranan Arabian liqawmin ya'lamun. These are the words, a book from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in which its verses, its verses were revealed in details. Detail of Quran, not any Quran. It is very clear Quran in Arabic, in your own language. A Quran, it's in, in, in your language for people who know, who realize, who understand, who think. It's very clear words. It's not, it's not, it's not in a different language that you don't understand what I'm talking about. To come and offer me all of these. To come and tell me if I am insane or I am sick or whatever. No, these are ayat, these are the verses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. What's in this ayat? What's in these detailed ayat? For the people who know. Bashiran wa nadira. This is my job. Bashiran wa nadira. Giving glad. Tidings of paradise to who? To the believers.
in the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to the one who follow this message of Islam, to the one who lives his life based on this Islam, to the one who does not compromise, to the one, to the one who give up his life in the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. nadiran, And at the same time, I am a warner. I am a warner. From what? I am a warner for those people who disbelieve in this message. I am a warner to the disbeliever who disbelieve in this message from the punishment. فَأَعْرَضَ أَكْثَرُهُمْ فَأَعْرَضَ أَكْثَرُهُمْ Then most of them, those people who came to them as a nadir, as a warner, they deviated. They turned around. فَهُمْ لَا يَسْمَعُونَ They do not listen. They do not hear what I'm talking about. This is Quran. This is a comprehensive way of life. And then Allah said, Then he continued with the ayat. وَقَالُوا قُلُوبُنَا فِي أَكِنَّةٍ مِمَّا تَدْعُونَا إِلَيْهِ وَفِي آذَانِنَا وَقْرٌ وَمِنْ بَيْنِنَا وَبَيْنِكَ حِجَابٌ فَاعْمَلْ إِنَّنَا عَامِلُونَ Then they said, they said, قُلُوبُنَا فِي أَكِنَّةٍ that's the response. Our hearts are being covered, sealed, blocked. They don't listen. They don't understand. We don't listen to you. We don't want to, we don't want to follow you. This is Allah telling Al-Walid, Abu Al-Walid, the status of this message. The status of this message. And we have locked our ears also that to the point where we don't want to hear this message at all. Then Rasulullah continues reading and reading and reciting the ayah, the ayat of Surah Fussilat. And the, 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 the strange thing here and the most important thing here is Utbah, when he starts Hearing this Qur'an, he was stunned. And he was listening deep with his ears and his heart. And he put his hand behind his back, relying on them, and listening and listening and listening. And after Rasulullah finished the whole surah and he came to the ayah where there is sujood in it, Rasulullah did the sajda, then he told him, Abel Walid, this is my answer. This is my answer. I am a warner. I am a warner. I'm going to continue with this. This is my answer. And, and he said, This is my answer. Now it's up to you. You want to take it? Take it. You don't want to take it? You don't want to take it. In another, in, in another uh, narration, he says, Rasulullah, when he came to the ayah in Surah Fustilat, فَقُلْ أَنذَرْتُكُمْ صَاعِقَةً مِثْلَ صَاعِقَةِ عَادٍ وَثَمُودِ But if they turn away, then, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, tell them, I have, I have warned you of a sa'iqah, a destructive, a destructive torment. Like the sa'iqah of who? Of Ad and Thamud. At this moment, Utbah ibn Rabi'ah was shaking and he stood and he put his hand on the mouth of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he told him, I asked you, 
I asked you, by whatever relationship between you and me have, stop. Don't continue. Don't continue. Then Utbah ibn Rabi'ah, he left. And he came back to his people. And when they looked at him, they said, Nahlifu, we swear that Abu al-Walid, he came with a different face. We sent him as a delegation. We wanted him to go and convince Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you know, to leave us alone with this message. But he is coming with a different face. He is coming with a different face. And then when he came and he sat with them, they told him, what's behind you, O Abu al-Walid? Then he said, وَرَائِي that أَنِّي قَدْ سَمِعْتُ قَوْلًا وَاللَّهِ مَا سَمِعْتُ مِثْلَهُ قَطْ You want to know my story? You want to know what happens to me? I have heard something that I never ever heard in my life. وَاللَّهِ مَا هُوَ بِالشِّعْرِ by, by Allah, it is not a poetry. وَلَا بِالسِّحْرِ It's not magician. وَلَا بِالْكَهَنَةِ It's not soothsayers. يَا مَعْشَرَ قُرَيْشِ He realized the fact that this is that this is a fact, this is serious. This is a true message from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he said, Ya ma'ashari Quraysh. And he was smart. He told them, Ya people of Quraysh, listen to me. I'm going to give you an advice. Leave this man alone. Leave him alone. فَوَاللَّهِ لَيَكُونَنَّ لِقَوْلِهِ الَّذِي سَمِعْتُ مِنْهُ نَبَأٌ عَظِيمٌ what I have heard from him, these verses that he recited on me, he will be something. He will be something that is great, very great. Very great. فَإِن تُصِبْهُ العرب فَقَدْ كَفَيْتُمُوهُ بِغَيْرِكُمْ إِن تُصِبْهُ العرب means if he is, if the Arab comes against him, if the Arab comes against him, they will deal with him. وَإِنْ يَظْهَرْ عَلَى الْعَرَبِ Now, if he goes against the Arab and the Arab, they defeat him, then they get rid of him. You don't have to worry about this. وَإِنْ يَظْهَرْ عَلَى الْعَرَبِ And if he dominates the Arab, فَمُلْكُهُ مُلْكُكُمْ فَمُلْكُهُ مُلْكُكُمْ Then, his king, kingdomship, his kingdom will be your kingdom. His authority will be your authority. عِزُّكُمْ And his honor will be your honor. وَكُنْتُمْ أَسْعَدَ النَّاسِ بِهِ And you will be the most, the happiest people with him. <laughs> then, what did they say? What was their answer? They said, سَحَرَكَ وَاللَّهِ يَا أَبَا الْوَلِيدُ بِلِسَانِهِ Oh, Abu al-Walid, he... Uh, bewitched him means what? Means he has, you know, he is he influenced you with with his sihr. He influenced you with his sihr. Look at this now. It's very, 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 very important to understand and realize one fact here. When we start talking about the second phase of da'wah. We need to look and see who is making the influence. 
Who is impacting the other? When you look, it's a Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Look how a Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the one who is carrying the haqq, the one who is carrying the haqq, if he is truthful in expressing the haqq definitely, he will impact the whole community, the whole society. Look what happens with Al-Walid, Abu Al-Walid. He was going there and he was confident that he will convince Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with what? That he will convince Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to change his mind and take one of these offers and leave alone this message. He came, up, he came back with what? With a completely different vision, telling them, you know what? This is something, this is something great. This man will have something great. And it's up to you. If you are with him, you will, you will gain benefit from him. He's, he, was, he was looking from, from like a benefit perspective. He realized, so he was impacted. He was influenced by Muhammad sallallahu This is the message of Islam. This is the way Islam has to be carried. The message of Islam and the Islam has to be carried in this way that you have to influence the society, not to be changed based on the society, not to go with the waves, no. You have to stand. The Muslim, the real Muslim has to stand firm, strong, powerful in front of all of the waves. Why? Because I have the haqq. The haqq that was revealed from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The haqq that, uh, that Rasul recited to Abu al-Walid, telling him, this is the haqq, this is the whole story is about. It's not about kingdom and, and, and this and that. This is the way the Muslim has to act. Not to sit down and start questioning, well, if I, if I tell him something, it might give a bad impression about Islam. If I talk about the aqidah of Islam, and who is kafir and who is Muslim, you know what, this might create a problem. This might, you know, create bad image and bad reputation about Islam. I'm not going to say that. Compromise. The compromise that was rejected from, the, from day one from Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Anyone who has the haqq, anyone who has the haqq, he must influence and change the society. If you go and follow the society and change, and change your ideas based on the society, that means every day you will have an idea. Every day you will have a different ideology. Every day you will have religion. Every day you have different belief. Rasulullah he was firmed in this. He was decisive in this. This is the message that he had, and this is the change that he was looking for. Another example of this influence, just to, you know, to, to understand this issue, very important. If we are taking Muhammad وسلم, as our best model, as our best example, as our qudwa, this is the way he was acting, this is the way he was, and here we are not, we're not talking about a, 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 a member of the block of Rasul No, we are talking about the head of the block. The leader of the block. This is the way he was acting. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Among the things that Quraysh did, and that happens many, many times nowadays, they agree upon one thing, which is what? Which is that we should not listen to Muhammad at all. Every time he starts reciting Quran, we have to get busy with something else. We have to get busy with something else. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed in the Quran, لا تسمعوا لهذا القرآن Do not, do not listen to this Quran. والغوا فيه لعلكم تغلبون 
Change it. Make a false propaganda about it. Don't allow him to reach the people. Don't allow the broadcast channels nowadays to make, you know, the people of Haq to spread the Haq. Make barriers between the people and whoever call for the Haq for Islam. Do not allow Muhammad to go in the public and address the people with, with this Quran. And that's what they were doing. And that's what they had, if you remember last time we said about another ibn al-Harith, that guy when they sent him to uh, the Persians area to, uh, regime, to regime to go and learn you know, the stories of the old king, kings of Kisra to come and talk to the people of Quraysh so they were deviated from Muhammad and listen to him. This, is, this, is, this was the agenda. Don't listen to this one. He's talking about like establishing the Islamic State. Don't listen to him. He's talking about something that's been like four, 1400 years ago. It's very old. Don't listen to him. That's something he is dreaming about. That's not going to happen. He's talking about, you know, implementing the hudud and the ahkam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's impossible. Don't listen to him. Listen to the modern Islam. Listen to the new Islam. The Islam that comes with democracy. The Islam that provides civil states. The Islam that provides, you know, uh, uh, freedom and all of these things. That was the status of Quraysh. They agreed upon this. Now the narration says that at one point that Quraysh had a big gathering in the Haram area among the elites, the big guys. Then Rasulullah came in you know, all of a sudden, and he started reciting the surah of Al-Najm. Now, once he started reciting this surah of Al-Najm, all of the people in the gathering, all of the people in the gathering, they forgot about their agreement, what they agree on. All of them, they were listening their minds, their hearts, their ears, they are very attached to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And they were listening and listening and he keeps going and going and going with this style that they never witnessed before. And he kept reciting until he came to the ayah that says, فَاسْجُدُوا لِلَّهِ وَعْبُدُوا Bow down to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and do the sajda. Then Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he did the sajda. And all of the people, they did the sujood. Including the elites of Quraysh. They did the sujood at that time. Then they start like doing, bringing all of these excuses why they have done that. Why they have done that. This is the way that the da'wah and carrying the da'wah and conveying the message of Islam, if we, do, if we do not influence and change the society and, the, in, and, 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 and the, the way of life of the people in the Muslim world based on the ideology of Islam, then we are following the wrong path. We are not, we are not doing our job. 
This is all because Rasulullah from day one he was firm. He was firm in his message. I will give just a few examples and then I will stop about the compromise issue, which is Rasulullah in all of the pressure that he has faced, in all of the torture that, has, that he has faced, that he never gave up his deen. Rasulullah one day, he was sitting with Al-Walid ibn al-Mughira. And he was talking to, to Al-Walid ibn al-Mughira, addressing him with Islam. Then that guy came, another ibn al-Harith, the one who's, who's, you know, who, who gives the stories of you know, the, 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 the kings of Persia. So he started like, talking with Rasulullah Then Rasulullah he addressed him with Quran, with ayat, until with clear evidence clear evidence until he proved to him that they are wrong. And then they would not listen. Now look what is the response of Rasulullah Quran. Quran. Right away he told him, إِنَّكُمْ وَمَا تَعْبُدُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ حَصَبُ جَهَنَّمَ أَنْتُمْ لَهَا وَارِدُونَ إِنَّكُمْ وَمَا تَعْبُدُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ All of what you and all of what you are worshipping, he did not please them. He did not think that, he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he did not think of making them upset or not, no. He has the haqq, and he has to address them with the haqq. I don't care, he did not, he did not care about the, the, the security council of Quraysh. He did not care about the, the parliament of Quraysh. He did not care about what would be the reaction of Quraysh. He did not care about the sanction of Quraysh, the torture of Quraysh. He did not think about all of these. He was thinking of conveying the message of Islam. He told them, you and we what you and everything that you are worshiping is the few are the fuel of Jahannam that definitely you will get to. You will get to Jahannam. لو كان هؤلاء آلهة ما وردوها وكل فيها خالدون. Look, he is here's the intellectual using the mind when he said, if these had been gods. If these really had been gods, they would never, they would never have gotten there. There were to Jahannam. How could be a god and he, and he approach and he get to Jahannam? That doesn't make sense. لو كان هؤلاء ما وردوها وكل فيها خالدون. And you and your gods will have eternal life, life in, in Jahannam. In Jahannam. Very clear, very clear, understandable language. He does not say a statement to make you understand something and this understand something else. And when you come, when you, when you come and talk to him, why you are doing that? Well, this is like politics. This is politics. He was not holding the stick from the middle and wait and see who has more weight, this edge or this edge, to go with, you know, who has more, who has more weight. That's not the status of the one who carry the, the message of Muhammad sallallahu No, it has to be very clear, very clear. He was very clear in his calling, in his addressing, in his messages. He did not really care about what could they do with him. He was not scared from their threatenings. So it's a clear message to anyone who is Claiming that he is following the footsteps of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is to follow. 
the footsteps of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Another example, and inshallah ta'ala will conclude with this example. And this is about one of the elites of, of Quraysh. One of the elite here, yani when you look at the ayat and all this stuff, it's all about the elites. Who would stop against the, the message? Who would prevent this message from, who wants to stop this message from, from prevailing? Except the elites whose benefits being threatened. This guy, another one, his name is Al-As ibn Wa'il al-Sahmi. Al-As ibn Wa'il al-Sahmi, he placed an order by Khabbab ibn al-Arat. One of the Sahaba, Khabbab ibn al-Arat, famous Sahabi. Khabbab ibn al-Arat, he was working in a welding. He used to make swords. So Al-As ibn Wa'il, he asked Al-Khabbab ibn al-Arat to do some, some job for him, some swords for him. When the time comes to go, to go and pay him back, for Al-As ibn Wa'il to pay Khabbab back, Khabbab, he went to him and he was asking him for his rights, for his money. Then this man, from, you know, from an angle of mocking, sarcasm, he wants just to make fun of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then he told him, Ya Khabbab, alaysa yaz'umu sahibukum, hadha alladhi anta ala deenihi, anna fil jannati mabtagha ahluha min dhahab, aw fiddah. Or thiyab, or khadam. Oh, Khabbab, don't, didn't you claim? Don't you claim that your friend Muhammad, the one you are following his deen, that in Al Jannah, Al Jannah, that Allah, your God, will give you whatever you want from gold, from silver, from clothes, and from servants? Then Khabbab said yes. Then he said, okay. If that's the case, then wait until we meet at the day of judgment. Ya Khabbab, okay, because I don't think your God will give you and leave me alone. No, he will give me. He will give me. And once he gives me, I will give you. I will pay you. I will pay you. Then, here's the response comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أَفَرَأَيْتَ الَّذِي كَفَرَ بِآيَاتِنَا وَقَالَ لَأُوتَيَنَّ مَالًا وَوَلَدًا didn't you see the one who rejected our signs and our ayat? Yet he says, I shall certainly be given wealth and children. Look, the response. There's no compromise. There's no ifs and buts here. No, clear. To say the message clearly. To say the message clearly. And then, أطلع الغيب أطلع الغيب أم اتخذ عند الرحمن عهدا Has he penetrated to the unseen? Has he penetrated to, 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 to the unseen? أم اتخذ عند الرحمن عهدا or, or has he taken a promise with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? No. This is the response. كلا. No. سَنَكْتُبُ مَا يَقُولُ وَنَمُدُّ لَهُ مِنَ الْعَذَابِ مَدَّ We shall record what he says. Everything is written. We shall record what he says. وَنَمُدُّ لَهُ مِنَ الْعَذَابِ مَدَّ And we will 
give him a continuous punishment at the day of judgment. And then he will come to us alone. This is the way. This is the way Islam is presented. This is the way Islam is carried. As we said, the kuffar and the Muslims, they want to put the ummah in a situation to direct them into a situation to compromise on this deen. That's what they want from Syria nowadays. That's exactly what they want. They initiated the fitna between the mujahideen and the groups to fight among each other. And at the same time, what so called the opponents of Syria, the allies of Syria, those who claim that they are the representative of Syrian people, they are sitting together with the regime to compromise. To compromise. At the same time, the regime is again bombarding the cities of Syria. Why? Just to make the people hopeless and accept whatever comes from that regime. This is the way. This is the way that Islam has to be carried, clearly without any compromise. And one, I'm sorry about this, one last statement and example, which is the biggest, the biggest enemy of Islam at that time was Abu Jahl. They used to call him Abu al-Hakam, the smart guy, the smart man. Then Allah Rasulullah came and told him, no, you are not smart. You are ignorant. Not that, you are, you are the master of ignorant, Abu Jahl. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, أَرَأَيْتَ الَّذِي يَنْهَا عَبْدًا إِذَا صَلَّى أَرَأَيْتَ الَّذِي يَنْهَا عَبْدًا إِذَا صَلَّى Don't you see the one who forbids, forbids who? A servant to pray. Who stops a servant to pray? أَرَأَيْتَ إِنْ كَانَ عَلَى الْهُدَى Don't you see he might be guided? أَوْ أَمَرَ بِالتَّقْوَى Or he's asking people for taqwa. أَرَأَيْتَ إِنْ كَذَّبَ وَتَوَلَّى Don't you see him when he, when he disbelieve and turn away? أَلَمْ يَعْلَمْ بِأَنَّ اللَّهَ يَرَى Don't he knows that, don't he know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he knows everything and he sees everything? And here it comes. كَلَّا لَإِنْ لَمْ يَنْتَهِ لَنَسْفَعًا بِالنَّاصِيَةِ كَلَّا لَإِنْ لَمْ يَنْتَهِ لَنَسْفَعًا بِالنَّاصِيَةِ If he does not stop, what we will do with him? Then we will, heal, then we will drag him from his forehead. نَاصِيَةٍ كَاذِبَةٍ خَاطِئَةٍ A lying and sinful forehead. فَلْيَدْعُ نَادِيَةٍ Let him call all of his friends. We will call the angels of the hellfire. Again, clear, clear call for Islam. No compromise and nothing. This is the way Rasul was doing and was acting. And this is the way for anyone who is claiming that he's following the footsteps of Muhammad to follow the footsteps of Muhammad in fact, practically. I would stop here inshallah and we'll continue next time. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. If you have any questions, any comments, please go ahead. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe. Share and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.